Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. So I was cleaning, I was cleaning my guest room. Mhm. Because I have guests coming in this weekend. Who? Jack and June. Oh yeah, yeah. So just for, I, calling Jack a guest, I guess that would do, it didn't equate. He's he's a brother, so <laughs> he's not my brother. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I found the tissue box on the floor, mm-hmm. and tissues were all in it. Okay, so I reached in to. <gasps> oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So it was you. No, no. What is it? I just <laughs> I'm braced for anything. It was just a trash tissue box full of used tissues. <laughs> oh, my God. What kind of monster does that? <laughs> That's awful. Oh, my God. I screamed as if I had, like, <laughs> picked up a slug. <laughs> I would rather have picked up a slug. <laughs> That's awful. So I had to go wash all the skin off my hands, and <laughs> that's why I'm using the paraffin now. Oh, my God. Which I can only do one hand at a time so that I have one hand I can use. How long does it is are you gonna leave that on the entire episode or are you gonna interrupt me at some point to be like, hold on, at least peel the wax off my hand? I can take it off without interrupting things, but I could be doing it right now and you wouldn't even know. Look <laughs> Am I masturbating? Am I t- am I taking the, the paraffin off my hand? You don't know. Maybe I'm just faking you out and I'm not doing anything. What's the, what's the answer? I was faking you out. I wasn't doing anything. I'm leaving it on for a while. It really feels quite good. Why don't you ever do the paraffin? Why haven't I? Why haven't I been treated to that? Uh, because I ju- my paraffin just arrived. I just okay. it's all set up now in the kitchen. So okay. the minute the minute you walk in, you can take a glass of champagne in one hand and <sighs> drop your hand into the paraffin. Your other hand into the paraffin. That's all I want. I hate dry January. I hate it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, mean, I could oh. also uh, hand you a glass of seltzer. Oh my god! The, the, have- the, the verdict from last episode, by the way, is I don't like Richard's rainwater nearly as much as Topo because it's not as spicy. I like when it's when you take a sip of it, it's like like real bubbly. This Topo is a little has bit, so much fizz, so much, and that's what I love. And this is a little bit like it's not what I. Yeah, I found my um, I found my soda stream in the garage. I think I need to bring it in. I hope Jack knows how to set it up. 
It's easy. Um, but speaking of uh, indulgent and ridiculous, mm-hmm. when we were between episodes, Richie and if you know Richie, you'll, you'll know Richie is my boyfriend and Richie has been a frequent guest. Um, he was on the Mystic Pizza episode or whatever it was called, Mystic Christmas and um, Biltmore. <laughs> and a Biltmore. Were those the only two? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was also on Hannah Hannah Waddington for the Patreon. Oh, yeah. Um, and he just said, we have a, the three of us have a group chat. I would apologize to Jack, uh, et cetera, but they're not listening because there are too many of these episodes for the family to support us. But um, <laughs> Richie just sent us a, <laughs> a baguette bag on gohar.world. I guess that's the entire address. Yeah. And it's a silk or satin baguette bag, which we will link because it's hilarious. It's $258. Suitable for every day, though, it points out. And then it says <laughs> something about the ribbons being made by their grandmother. So Yes, Nabila, a.k.a. the Ribbon Queen. The Ribbon Queen. Made in Egypt, made by hand. Variations in shape, size, and color are a sign of quality and are to be embraced, they said, defensively. <laughs> yeah, defensively. That's that's what I'm going to start saying about my Christmas wrapping. Oh, my God. Well, I want to know everything about this baguette bag, though, because it's like, it it's really meant to hold a baguette, but it's like, does it have some sort of, it doesn't appear to have any sort of Preservation lining. Sort yeah. Of, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look like it to me either. I it's think 100% it's satin. So the crumbs it are just going to. Yeah, it seems to have uh, some handles. I believe it's a picnic <laughs> accoutrement. It is, but it's just that, okay, so when you put your baguette in it, its crumbs are going to crumble and then it's mm-hmm. just going to become a dirty bag. Crumbs going to crumb. Crumb, crumbles going to crumb, and it's this is a three hundred dollar thing. You can't. You ever spilled anything in a backpack? I mean, that's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is your Capri Sun yeah. and a Jansport all over again. <laughs> I spilled water in my purse the other day, and God, what a fucking mess that was. Oh my God, I spilled. <laughs> this says a lot about what my life is like, but I spilled. A whole box of snow caps. <laughs> Recently? Yeah, like oh two weeks ago. God. Or like, I guess it was like a month ago because it was when I saw Muppet Christmas Carol at the New Beverly, which oh is Quentin God. Tarantino's uh, theater. And it's it's cool because they have all this like retro candy and they've got like Frosties sodas mm-hmm. and stuff and they have a hot dog. Um, but they also have snow caps. And yeah, also it was the first time that I ever learned that snow caps has a little a little hole that you punch through the top so that you can sort of like shh, shh, shh into your palm. I just tear into the top like an animal and then it's just like open like a like a deck of cards. And yeah. then it's just, so that's why it spilled everywhere. But those little non-preels, those little yep. white dots. Yep. They are everywhere. They're permanent. They're permanent. They're like, especially in keeping with the Christmas season, they're very, very much like the... um. The pine tree needles that you are never going to be fully, you know, rid of. You had a. You mean like the ones I'm hiding under my rug right now? (laughs) Are you really? But yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I moved. I I was. They're vacuum proof somehow. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, anyone who's been listening to all these episodes might know this, but Richie and I were going to move. We decided not to move. 
but not before my little Sagittarius ass had packed up half the house. So then I had to unpack half the house. So yesterday I was dragging enormous boxes <laughs> across the house and I had to lift the rug in order to slide them without having to do any harder labor of lifting. <laughs> and in that moment, I found there's so many pine needles. It's never over. The house that we sold in Germantown many, many, many decades ago definitely still has pine needles in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, oh. well, that's uh, enough out of me. Time for a theme song. All right. <laughs> I'm Paige. I'm Beth. <laughs> and today we're covering uh, Peacock's The Traitors, Season 2, Episode 3. And I thought this episode was great, and I'm really excited because there's a new episode out now, and I yes. cannot wait to watch it. Oh, my God. The people are loving, so, yeah. Yeah. I've oh watched that and the reunion for Southern Charm. I have also not watched that. And also, mm. did you know that Taskmaster released a Champion of Champions? No. Is it okay. only one episode? Yes, sadly. Oh. But it's great. And Mae Martin was supposed to be on it, but isn't on it. So Damn it. She ha- yeah, so, so they have a um, replacement for them. But uh, sorry. Just wanted to brace you ahead of time. Mae will not be on it. Does it start off by saying they were going to be there? It's got Kyle in their place. Um, Kyle was second up mm-hmm. in that season okay. and he was on ghosts the uk ghost it was so good and so oh, he's on it and it's yes. very, they make fun of him the entire time for not being <laughs> for not being may and for not being the winner of his season yeah um but uh it's great it's really really good i don't know if anybody doesn't know what taskmaster is oh just go watch taskmaster it. it's great it's like this but funny yeah, whole <laughs> episodes on um on youtube for free Mm-hmm. And well, you know, unless you oh, don't, ha- you, you know, you'll get commercials. But oh, it's so good! It's so Imagine clever! It's funny! It's very clever tasks that they're allowed to be creative with. All the information is on the task card, so they are tasked with doing something. And if they can come up with a clever go around, they they do. Yeah, and it's all it's all comedians. Oh my god, I, that show is so great! I'm, I imagine hearing about Taskmaster and having like seventeen seasons ahead of you. Like I yeah. can't even imagine what that would feel like. Yeah, Carolyn came to visit me last April, and we burned through one season and a whole bunch of <sighs> "Would I Lie to You," which is also a British panel show. And uh, yeah, she I think she took that knowledge home with her and introduced her family. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so mm-hmm. funny. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about today. Although, if you like just watching delightful things that are like 45 minutes long. That is that is there for you. Um, I would start with season seven. Anyway. This season, this episode starts with breakfast. So everybody is like mm-hmm. coming in. Pilot Pete bores his way in. Is he still asleep? Is he awake? We don't know. Janelle <laughs> is safe. I was glad. So finally, the one who's gone is? Is Marcus. And honestly, it's the only one that makes sense because I, I think it makes sense for what they were trying to do, which is like, so chaos but also respond to what had happened that day because the thing was is that like what i think in episode two they were starting to horn in on thinking they were starting to hone in on dan a little bit yeah and so the problem was you couldn't like respond by voting out the people who had who was it that was it larsa larsa was the one who was like yeah yeah i couldn't believe she was onto something correct 
I know. <laughs> she doesn't seem dumb. So, I mean, like, I, I, foolish. I know. Maybe. I just dislike her so much that I don't want to give her credit for anything. I know. But, and, and, and especially, I don't want her to like get out my favorite person. So, um, right. but he, but so I thought it was kind of perfect and brilliant because, like, getting out, you couldn't, they couldn't have voted out Larsa or it would have looked like Dan. Everybody yeah. would have known that. But yeah. Marcus, getting him out because they, because in the Scarecrow Challenge, they had said, um, they had said, who whose opinion do you matter? Do you appreciate the most? And who mm. who's, and then so getting Marcus out uh, seems like a response to that, but also it does dismantle Larsa a little bit, and it does dismantle a couple, which is somebody that it, you always vote out the couples. You know, you always try Absolutely. to break up the couples in yes. everything. So yes. I mean, this is the way I always feel like Dan just thinks through everything mm-hmm. f- five times more than anybody else. It's like he knew, of course, not to vote out Larsa. So getting out her boyfriend was like a way to make her uh, like get a little rocky and be more focused on that and not, you know what I mean? I just think that that's, it was smart. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it that way, but that's, yeah, that is next level. That's really, really, really smart. I wasn't sorry to see Marcus go because he, he hadn't, um, they had not shown us. I do realize this is an edited version we're seeing, but they hadn't shown us much of him. And so I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a really, Strong opinion about him other than, you know, thinking he was real good looking and I like his dad. You know what and, I mean? And so my God, is he related to Michael Jordan? Because he will not not bring that up. And he was wearing Nike Jordan. Like, he was oh, wearing, everything he was wearing that. was, everything he was wearing was Nike Jordan. And it was like, okay. Like, I don't know. I, I guess if my dad was Michael Jordan and I had a bunch of free, nice Nike clothes, <laughs> be wearing well, them too, I don't but know. it seemed a little silly. It's a little, it's like the absolute nepotism, like, it's like the absolute nepo baby to the max version of wearing the band tee to the concert. Like, it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. But I think Michael Jordan is just transcendently cool. Yeah. So, it like, even his kids must think he's cool. They don't I agree with the that. veneer, you know? Exactly. And I, I guess... kids are like bowled over by, holy shit, it's Michael Jordan again <laughs> at the breakfast table. I can't believe it. <laughs> and I do like the Nike... Uh, I like Nike clothes a lot, mm-hmm, and I like mm-hmm. Nike Jordan a lot. So I do appreciate that it's just well-made stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I get it. Well, good. You're going to have to just remember it now because Marcus is gone. Get over it. <laughs> but don't worry. Larsa has vowed her revenge. Oh, my God. I know. And in such an annoying way. Like, the way she started crying at breakfast was just like, it was very like, I wish I could cry. But unfortunately, I've had my tear ducts removed. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it was a little, I don't know. And then everybody comforting her and lot. stuff. I was like, whatever. Like, I don't know. I think the UK one last year had a couple too. I'm mm. vaguely remembering. And I do like that as a weird element. Mm-hmm. But I think in that one, the one, one of them had like started saying really dumb shit. And the other one was like, they got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to watch that now. Oh, you would watch the UK one? Mm-mm. Oh, you'll love that one. It was a real pain before because it was, you had to find it like on YouTube and stuff. So I and think it was on Daily Motion and it was, it was a, lot of work yeah 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 so i just didn't bother but i think it's on peacock now right i think so i think so, so. That, and it's so. and it's if not then it's more easily somewhere else by now but yeah it's so good um and speaking of uk the guy ct is uh-huh. just an irish cabbie like 
he's 100% dressed like a cabbie. He's got a leather jacket, a little newsboy cap, a little scarf. And he's talking like this. He's like, oh, what are you going to, he's like an Irish, like trans, transport to, to New York in the 1920s. Like he's so. Transport a cab in Ireland can take you to New York. <laughs> he's uh, very like, it is where you going, delicious. miss? Where you going? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I got family back in Dublin. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Which is why I'm drunk right now. Driving the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's his energy. Yeah. You know, this show should come out around Halloween. Uh, just because it's a murder? No, but that too. Why? Because it, because of how gothic it is. I'm just, it's oh, just yeah. occurring to me, like the scarecrows in the field. I mean, it seems to be filmed around that time. You know, it looks, it's very mm-hmm. autumnal and stuff. And now for this one, they're they're going to a, a graveyard. Basically, they're oh, yeah, yeah. literally playing Ghost in the Graveyard. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that looks so fun. Like, oh, I want to do God. that so badly. It would be so fun. Well, this was a great challenge, too, because basically uh, they have to go dig up at the graves. They have to dig up gold to put in the basket again toward the end goal. So that's that's creepy and clever. Mm -hmm. And there are searchlights. Two of them? Three. Three. I think three. And they're they're moving along and they have to be not. Not um, can't be caught caught in in that. And Bergie. I was going to say. He has a savant moment where he steps up and recognizes the pattern and nobody will listen to him. Which I I thought that was so funny. It was like, surprise superstar Bergie gets up from being just like having only just gotten untied from episode one. And he's (laughs) like, wait, the spotlights have a pattern. And everyone's just like, shut the fuck up, Bergie. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) John immediately, John, the old politician, goes running right into one. It's like somebody wound him up and he just off. He goes, whoa, (laughs) right into the light. (laughs) Seriously. Lending lending to it a little bit of a Benny Hill. (laughs) Definitely. But I think that there was there. Yeah, this I mean, it had to be harder than it looked. But I mean, honestly, if Bergie figured out the pattern. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, the thing is, is that similarly to the Celtic cross one, it's like we're looking at it from an aerial perspective. It seems very easy, uh, but it's like, oh, my God, like if you're just there and it's like it's dark until it isn't like you you can't see it like going this way and this way. You're just like, I'm in a spotlight or I'm not like it would be yep. so fucking hard. I mean, I have That's so much respect really for those challenges. Point. We were seeing it aerially. And that makes it even more impressive that somehow per- Bergie came up with it and he was right yeah but he you need to get he, he was so patient you know still telling them no go right go right and he was they were like shut up <laughs> finally finally when almost everyone's dead they're like where's it going now Bergie? <laughs> i know i know i felt so bad for him little red he, hen i know i to me uh he he has a little bit not of an appeal like he's certainly in the friend zone for me Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But like, Mm -hmm. he has a sweetness that I kind of, I can kind of appreciate where I'm like, oh, bless his heart a little bit. You know, like the way he turned into an absolute cooked lobster when (laughs) he... When they asked yes. him if he was a traitor and he was, and he just no! sat, there, sat there peeing his pants and insisting that he wasn't. And then, and then in this one, like, you know, he was actually, you know, like he was right. Nobody was listening. I don't know. I think he seems like a sweet little dummy who like people don't listen to. And I kind of, I can appreciate it for that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So... Yeah, I I guess my, you know, my notes here is CT, the cab driver at one point sees a hammer and he goes to destroy the grave, which is also creepy and interesting, you know, just Mm -hmm. banging into it. Now he's on to something because that is the way to do it. Uh, He was caught, though. Yeah. So everybody's like, you know, you have to for a lot of these challenges, I'm noticing that you have to or you're well served to watch what happens to other people Mm -hmm. before you go in for your own kill. Yeah. It was it was very grim though that they had living people's names on all those headstones like Ryan Lochte like people who were no longer in the game. I was oh, like, oh my I didn't god, notice that. Yeah, all of the all of the headstones said were people from the like last season and stuff. And I was like, that's oh, wild and creepy. I hate it and I love yeah. it. Yeah, they referred to the losers obelisk at one point, mm-hmm. which is I guess where they had to go stand after not after getting <laughs> caught in the light. But mm-hmm. I just. <laughs> Please go stand by loses obelisk. I was that was so funny, <laughs> such a funny collection of words together. <laughs> um, and go again, to the pitiful people's penis now. Go to the phallic. Go to the folly. Fa- I can't say it. <laughs> the f- the phallic obelisk of folly over there, please. <laughs> and indeed, oh that's God. what they did. So it comes to the part where the, I don't remember who it was, what her name is, that she's furious, though, because Janelle got the shield. She thinks oh. that she stole it. That was Ekin Sue. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, it was Ekin Sue because she was she yes. was just like I was right there, and you and you. That's right. You're right. You are right. Yeah. I yeah. Was, I was picturing it as somebody else. I'll, uh, I'll, anyway, it doesn't matter um, because she was wrong. They showed the instant replay. Janelle was a hundred percent there first, but, you know, like but broke her way in. So if this girl had her hand in there at all, it was thanks to Janelle. Yeah, but yeah, no, I know. she's like furious that Janelle took it, and now she sees that as cause to. Get Janelle out, mm-hmm. which is crazy because it's nothing is proof of anything, but it, d- it would seem to indicate that Janelle is desperate for the protection and therefore not a traitor, but or is doing a crazy double bluff, which it Dan which did Dan do, did. but for her to yeah. do it both times, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, 
So I, you know, whatever. I just thought that was, uh, you know, I, 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 I really hate the crying unfair stuff in a scramble yeah. situation like this. Yeah, it's like literally, it's well, it's the same thing on Survivor, which I can't stop talking about. But um, <laughs> on Survivor, they're always like, uh, we, we just can't trust him because he was out there looking for an idol. It's like it's everybody's the whole looking for an idol. Point. Everyone's looking for an idol. Everybody should be looking for an idol. And if you like on this season two, they're if just you're like, not every, looking for an idol. You're an you're idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Everyone on this on this season is just like they're just kind of sitting on the beach and then like they're just like, oh, blah, and they're just like not making fire if they don't have a flint and they're not making they're not finding an idol if they can't find it immediately. It's like, dude, you need to be out there fucking scrambling. And Janelle yeah. gets that. She's just like, I will fuck you up to get what I need because I got to stay here. Yeah. And it's like. This game is about if you are lying and you are a traitor, it's about not getting caught and it's about being seeming frantic mm-hmm. and seeming worried that you might get voted out and otherwise flying under the radar. Yeah. And and also trying to manipulate other people into voting anyone that is not you. That yeah. so so anything you do in service of that as a traitor is fine because yeah. you have to just throw people off your own scent. On the other hand, for the faithfuls, the entire point point for them is to acquire as much safety as possible mm-hmm. and keep it, as much heat off of them as possible and not look guilty. Yep. And there, she's scrambling for a shield does not make her look guilty and it gets her protection. That's what she's supposed to be doing. Yep. And I can see just like, oh, I don't understand. Like, why'd she do that? That was so like mean. It's like, <laughs> I can sue. This is not mm. Love Island. Right, <laughs> which I, I I don't watch, but from what I understand, it is not a kind game itself. No, no. Well, they go right from there to um. Oh no, I mean I don't have any specifics about who ended up with what in that. Case. They didn't, didn't win. Write. They didn't win all the money in no, that. They never do. No, <laughs> it seems like no. And then uh, so they just yeah. they they make their way back to the house, and Phaedra says some. <laughs> she says, My eyes are sore, like I had some fun. But yeah, I didn't I have any fun. <laughs> so that was that was pretty funny. And I they know. go to the the round table. So this time we sort of start the show with the round table. Mm-hmm. And MJ, who I actually do like, um, sort of. Who's I mean, MJ? I don't watch Shaws of Sun- what? Oh, MJ, that was one of the ones. Yeah. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch Shaws of Sunset, so I don't know her from that. Mm-hmm. So if she's a horrible villain, I don't know it. But yeah. I kind of like her. She seems intelligent. <clears throat> no, in fact, she is because she's on to Dan. And I don't love that. So he has to stand up and defend himself. And I thought once again he did a pretty good job. He's pretty good at putting himself in the. I think he's good at lying to himself. I think that's the the secret to Dan <laughs> is he's really good at believing his what Own he's lies. saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's saying, like, you know, he doesn't, I just don't want another peppermint. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm quiet, but it's because I'm just trying to to figure out and be circumspect and get it right. Yeah. And he was like, and if I say something, I want to mean it. I don't want to just, I don't want to just, and I don't know right now. I don't know who who's guilty. So I don't want to, I don't want to go saying I think it's this person and then get out the wrong person because I spoke up. Like he's just so smart, but he just doesn't he doesn't get overly defensive. He doesn't get he doesn't go too hard in the direction of like you know, of like of of trying to throw, you know, he doesn't go suddenly like, "Oh, well, let me, you know, you're mad that I'm not speaking up. Let me speak up then." Yeah. He still stays quiet and he still it's just like, "Well, that's just not what 
you know, kind of not what my vibe is. So, is so I'm, you know, and the thing is, is that Big Brother is a different game. So you're not like it, that's not a game of lying in that way. Like you have to lie about what your alliances are and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have any reason to be like, well, this is how he always plays. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, in that game, you're kind of just trying to be the most well-liked and not the most feared and mm-hmm. trying to win enough competitions to straddle both of those lines. Mm-hmm. But in this show, you are lying. So it's like if they can, I mean, if I were them, I would be believing Dan because we have no reason to notice. We have no reason not to trust him just for being quiet. Right. And so, yeah, he he kind of responded just enough that it it quieted that person down and mm-hmm. then it everybody else redirected. Mm-hmm. And then this is what at the round table, Deontay is so <laughs> emotional and so dramatic. Oh. He's he's like in his defense is of you. Dan, bless him. I know. He's like, I don't think it's you, but, he, but he's very like he speaks like he is like. Like it's Shakespeare. Like he's like it's so dramatic. It's hilarious. Um, and yeah, and he's just he thinks it's Max. Yeah, well, he's saying, I don't want you to confuse Dan's quiet personality with him being a traitor. Which bless him. You know, I know. And it it could have been a valid thing to say, except for that it absolutely categorically was not. (laughs) But yeah, so he so he does think Max is a traitor. And Sandra, aka the godfather. I also, know. Oh my god. She just sits there like she's cons- oh god, I just can't stand her. I know. Really, she has lost any charisma she may ever have had. I I don't remember disliking her quite so much on Survivor. Never was a fan, but Mhm. She's very abrasive. Anyway, she uh she also thought it was Max because he was laughing when everybody else is serious. I mm-hmm. did though notice that he comes in to a room where everybody is he can see them as he's walking in, and then he just backs out. Why? We oh, know Why that was is so he weird. So weird. And they they cite that as like evidence of. I can really see why people came to the conclusion that it was him because he was acting like a guy who had a secret safety. who isn't used to keeping a secret. Yes, well, and he did. acted like he seemed like he had some sort of safety. He had like, well, nobody um, has safety from. Getting voted out, though. No, but he, f- but but you do have from being murdered, and yeah. he kind of seemed comfortable, and yeah. in a way that he shouldn't. Like he yeah. seemed more comfortable. He seemed more comfortable than the rest of them seemed to feel, uh-huh. and maybe that ease is kind of like just. I think it is just his personality because obviously mm-hmm. we know he's not a traitor, but it's yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, he, like, yeah, he would just walk up and then they would be like, oh, you can come in. And then he would just, like, back up and say no, nothing. That's okay. yeah. No, exactly. And say nothing. Very weird. weird. And they were like, okay, well, then don't. Like, I don't, no, I didn't like was... Max. I didn't go on to like Max as much as I did initially when he, I yeah. was like, oh, he's a dancer on Dancing with the Stars. That's kind of cool. Like, he's just like oh, a okay. tall, hot, you know, cool dancer or whatever. And he's like, uh, you know. And and I he had the guts to say he didn't agree with the herd mentality, which I liked for uh, him before. But in this case, I was kind of just like, you know, I don't know. I was kind of like, I, I also would think it was him. He was being very weird about everything. Yeah. Yeah, so. he was. He was. Uh, but he throws it to Janelle. He thinks Janelle is the traitor. And, of course, then Ek and Sue backs that up. Yeah. So it was it was cool. I mean, how it's all going around and they do the vote and poverty. I loved that she put a D and then crossed it out. 
Oh my god, I know. Kevin to so make it look like, like she was voting she was, for Dan. Yes, exactly. Like it she was so it out. funny. Oh my god. I and <laughs> Phaedra has said some of the funniest things. I apparently didn't write it down, but I just remembered when she when they were trying to decide who to vote out, and they said and they were considering Ek and Sue in one of these episodes. I don't know which one. And she said, Mm-mm, mm-hmm. "Her brain's on vibrate." <laughs> Which was so funny. And then when oh, she was in was and, then when one. She, and then when she was on in this uh episode, she was talking about Ek and Sue again and she said that she incited an estrogen riot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a hundred percent my new all female band name. Estrogen I mean it's very bikini it's very bikini kills. It's like Wasn't there estrogen. a Pussy Riot? Yeah. Don't I actually oh know God. somebody from Pussy Riot? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. And <laughs> also I reminds me I need to come get my hair done rapidly. But yeah. um yeah. Oh my god. And then Deontay is just so emotional when he gets it wrong and like it seems like he's going to go home. Like he's so he just can't handle the heat of that, which is so funny because yeah. this guy is a fucking monster. He's so big. Like when I think of boxers, I usually think of them as being, and I, of course they, they all fight in different class, you know, weight classes yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But when I think of boxers, I think of them as being sort of like maybe like five ten, <laughs> lean and spry. I don't think you of them as being. You've only known bantam weights. What? <laughs> the people that you know, that I know that are, were boxers were bantamweight. Oh, quite small. True. <laughs> but I just, I mean, from all like media and everything, I don't, I don't usually think of them as being like, that guy looks like he's like six and a half feet tall. Like he mm-hmm, looks mm-hmm. like someone who, I mean, getting in a ring with him. I mean, I don't know. He's a tall strapping hot dude, but mm-hmm. he's scary. Like I would be so scared to get in with somebody like, cause to be that strong and have your whole job be beating people up mm-hmm. and then be that tall is just like the reach on him and everything is like terrifying. So it's so yeah. funny that he's like such a teddy bear and he's like so sweet. And then oh, that he God, can get he up there crying. He just can't take it anymore. I know. Well, and I think the thing is, is that in the ring, I guess everybody's had the same chance mm-hmm. to, to train for that moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody has this understanding of like, we're here to do this but in this, it's just so much more personal and it's like it's a human thing. And I think it's very sweet mm-hmm. that he's so affected by it. But also, like, mm-hmm. you're going to have to dry it down and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get through it. Yeah. Anyway, so tonight's murder is different. Mm-hmm. Tonight, there is no secret meeting. You must murder in plain sight, says love Alan that. coming in his spectacular large murder. polka dot shirt. Murder, murder. in plain sight. You've got to get a chalice, a really unappetizing looking chalice, though. They really didn't. <laughs> Nobody was oh going to say, oh, I'll have mine in that. Yeah. Um, but they had to find a chalice, which was hidden in a, some false books in the mm-hmm. library. Bring it out um, and pour whoever that was not a traitor touched it first would be out. With their lips, right? Was it? <clears throat> I thought it was just touching it. I don't, it has to be drink from it. I think it was drink from it because it's a lot easier to get somebody to touch it. Cause I would, if I were her, I would have just been standing behind the bar and been like, look at this horrible glass. It's so, it's like weirdly heavy. And then just made somebody hold it. That would have been easier. Or you could just tap somebody with it. 
So I, it, I think it was sip from it. <clears throat> oh, but see, that would be obvious then. Well, we don't know. See, that's oh, I don't know. Thing. I think this you is, could you could is... very easily you think you could very easily make that look like a mistake. Like you could just like be holding no, it. No, and no then but just, like, what turn. I mean is. We, this is how it ends. This is how this episode ends. Mm-hmm. So we don't know exactly don't know. what the conditions were. So if they're going to say, well, the first non-trader to touch the glass is the one who died, if they should say that, mm-hmm. then then it would be like, well, poverty handed it to him. So she must be a trick. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm I eager thought she to was see- being. I thought she was being so obvious. <laughs> I, I know we, too. Her I know the camera was, was growing. Mm-hmm. And I know that the camera was only watching her, so it made it seem like a lot, you know, we, it made it seem like the whole focus was on her because of that, because it literally was. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I was a bartender so long. It's so easy to get someone to drink out of something <laughs> for me. Yeah. I mean, so it just to me, I was just like, I would have been like, OK, what do you want to drink? You want to drink out of a King's Goblet or do you want a normal glass? And then yeah. they, and if they and if they pick King's Goblet, then d- done. And if they pick That's, not, yeah, that would have been really smart just to to be like, okay, to everybody, just to everybody. Yeah. What do you want? Which one do you want? Yeah, that would have been smart. But and then if they pick a they it. pick a not glass, then I would have dropped it on the ground and let it shatter and been like, okay, well, it's a sign. <laughs> You're yeah. or or made some other joke or whatever, and then like. And if they were just like, if they acted weird, then I'd be like, oh, wait, there are other glasses over here. And, you know, like, and then redirect and be like, well, I can't give it to that person now. Like, yeah, I would have yeah. just feel, I don't know. It's it, everybody watching we reality is always yeah, like, that's not how I would have done it. <laughs> exactly. But we, I'm eager to watch. Oh, I can't wait to see who she got out. Yeah. As soon as we're done here, I'm going to put it on, find I out know. what's going on. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I, I mean, that's the end of the episode is that cliffhanger. Yeah. So I guess we have to leave it there. I think so. Speaking of leaving it there. That brings us to our Instagram, <laughs> Nameless Best Friends, which is where we leave all of our all of our little information for you guys. Um, don't forget to rate us and share us. And um, please. yeah, yes, please. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you later. Um, yeah, yeah. Bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Gotta go. Bye. Gotta go. Bye. <laughs>